And so it's not the drugs. It's not the alcohol, um, the sex. None of these things are inherently bad in the Bible. What makes them bad is the abuse of God's will towards them. You know what? We're going to title this episode, Luke is Gone. He's not gone. He's sitting right there. Yeah, we already had the Luke is Gone. (laughs) (laughs) We we vetoed Luke out uh, today's episode because, (laughs) you know what? He's been on too much. He's been too greedy. He committed a sin. Yep. (laughs) We've cast him out of the gym. None of us sin, ever. He's lukewarm. Okay. Get it? All right. All right. So <laughs> this, so I've been planning this episode out yeah. for a while. I want to talk. Yeah. I want to talk about uh, party culture. But before now. we get into that, does anyone have any stories from this past week or more that they'd um, like to share? Me and Godly Matthew moments hung out. stuff. Me and Jonah had an incredible time skiing yesterday. We did. Yeah. It was a it was lot of fun. Beautiful day outside. But I do want to share, and I don't like. I'm boasting for the Lord here. This has been the most. Solid week, most steadfast week in my faith ever. Let's Same. I'm, that's that's all I want to say. Same, dude. Yeah! Yes. Aiden, double high five. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, Jonah and I had a little discourse this, this past week or so. A bit of discourse. <laughs> a little discord between the two of us. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's because like I am a huge hypocrite. You know, I. Every time I would call him out for some type of sin out of the mouth, I would go and commit it the next minute, you know? As we do. Yeah, as as, as humans do. do. <laughs> so, reasonably, he was upset at me, but we figured it out. So, thank you, Jonah, thank for you, understanding. Um, anything else? Any godly moments? Um, I've been reading through the Gospels again, mm-hmm. and I've... You you start picking up the more you read about it, you start picking exactly. up more on like little subtleties, yeah, and I realized that, that even like when parables <laughs> come, uh, like even if it's just completely unrelated, Jesus will throw in the second coming here and there. Just sprinkle it in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I noticed here. Let me find the verse because I Bible war. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's uh, it's in Luke. It's Luke eighteen. I don't remember the exact verse, but after he talks about like length of prayer and things like or sorry not losing hope and faith in prayer and how you just keep asking and keep asking and it will eventually happen at the end he goes um, he says like your prayer will be answered quickly however when the son of man comes will he find faith on this earth and I was sitting here and I was like well that has nothing to do with what you just said before but you know he's still he still kind of throws it in there just to be like Hey, by the way, I'm Mama John, like the, like John, the, the salt possible. guy. Yeah, <laughs> Bible Easter eggs. Bible <laughs> Easter eggs. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, that's what I've been doing. I'd also like you. to note we all look quite dapper. This we morning. do look very. I mean, I'm quite plain. Dress. This is how I usually dress, but <laughs> I like your necklace, Jenna. Thank you. I like yours too. Thanks. Whoever has the <laughs> longest. <laughs> the <laughs> all right, I'm ready. Awesome. Okay, yeah. so Aiden, would you like to lead us into our segment for Dangle It sure. today? Yeah, before we get extensive about before this. Before we dive into today's topic, make, make sure, sure to like hit it. that subscribe <laughs> button. No, I just want to disclaim something. Flap or dongle the like button. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ignore that. Um, <laughs> you can't. I can't ignore that, but I'm going to pretend like it never happened. Um, so I just want to disclaim that, like, Partying is not a bad thing. Just because we're talking about what's involved in partying or we're about to, doesn't mean partying is a bad thing, okay? And I know that because Jesus was the life of the party, and we see that, like, in the parties that he's participated in. There was the one, I sadly don't remember where it was, but where he made the wine out of foot water, you know? We talked about that in a previous episode. That was his first miracle, actually. Delicious. Mm -hmm. And so... He's at the wedding. At the wedding, yes. Mm -hmm. Matthew knows the verse by heart. Here it goes. Yep. It's in John. John. The wedding at Cana. Yep. Right, yeah. So, so Cana, wherever that is. Yeah, that's the first miracle is yep. some Torn. place in the Middle East that is probably <laughs> now being blown up by terrorists. Okay. <laughs> As we were <was laughs> saying. I'll cut that part out. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. I mean, he was the life of the party, and, like, we don't want to be, we've talked about this a lot, but we don't want to be, like, 
My coined turn, Bible Warrior. Yeah, fun killing <laughs> Jonah Bible Warriors. And I mean, I oh wait, I got another sure. term: humdrum Christians. Humdrum. humdrum. I'm looking. If, if you guys don't know, it means like monotonous or boring. Humdrum. I'm sure. Humdrum, lacking excitement or variety, <laughs> dull. Yep. All right, continue. I like that, Matthew. Yeah. Like yeah. That. <laughs> so let this not be a humdrum episode. Why did you come up with but such a cool word for such a boring concept? <laughs> exactly. Um. But I know this for sure because in First Timothy one sixteen, I've been reading through Timothy. You know, I've been trying to like actually read a book of the Bible mm-hmm. consistently instead of just like jumping around from verse to verse whenever I feel like it. So I was reading uh, the first chapter of First Timothy. And verse sixteen says, "But this is precisely why I received mercy." And this is Paul writing to Timothy. Paul, after becoming Paul, he like was the number one sinner, and so he's setting an example for other sinners. Um, and he says, so that in me, as the number one sinner, Yeshua the Messiah, might demonstrate how very patient he is as an example to those who would later come to trust him in him and thereby have eternal life. And so he's saying that just because we sin, you know, like anyone who's watching this, who's ever experimented with drugs or alcohol, like that's fine because Paul was the number one sinner and he's speaking to you in this verse. He like, I don't want to push you away because we're talking about how bad this stuff is, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Did I just want to address that, like, <laughs> you're still fine. Do you think you got, like, a little trophy that said number one sinner and just, like, came down <laughs> I from don't, God? I, don't I would hope not. That's kind of <laughs> that, embarrassing. That would not be a very good <laughs> trophy. A little, a little accolade for Paul. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, Wolfgang, I heard that you saw the – so at our school, we take this survey called the Healthy Kids Survey. Not anymore. Well, we used to because used to. parents, including my own, actually. Well, no, I think before that, I think we should give some examples of oh yeah, go of ahead. party culture yeah, in, go ahead, in go our ahead. Aspen area. Yeah. So specifically, specifically. So I wrote this part down. This this is a wonderful new thing Skiko is doing on uh, our Aspen Mountain, oh, goodness. and it's called the Snow Beach. And oh. these, yeah, yeah, these offer these experiences range from three hundred dollars to forty hundred dollars per person. And basically what it is, is it's this open, snowy area with cabanas and lounge chairs on it. One uncovered lounge chair, $300. However, you can order caviar, champagne, ooh, truffle pizzas, and kettle corn. Okay, I have no problem with the two last things. I mean, oh, I, I know, I know. I, just, <laughs> I mean, I just, kettle corn. <laughs> I just, I just want to. Like, like truffle. People are spending their money on this. Just this, all, it's drunkenness and gluttony. Indulgence. <laughs> that is all. That is all this is. Yeah, it's just the it's just the example of indulgence. You know, right? It's also yeah. just a cash grab for Ski Co. But oh, they do yeah. that well, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so that's fine. Yeah. I mean, nothing new under the sun. I wasn't even surprised by the price tag. I was <laughs> these like, yeah, in Aspen. themselves are not so bad, but to the extent. You, you take this. Oh, I forgot caviar. Extend <laughs> <laughs> your caviar. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, also, the $4,800 cabanas, you get your own private DJ. <laughs> <laughs> your private DJ, bro? Does everyone just have like and, their own like sound secluded and, area? <laughs> and bottle service. So, yeah, that oh just shows gosh. that the culture today <laughs> is obsessed with. Like, the love of money and then the love of things that money can buy, of course. Yeah. And that's kind of tied in together. And that just shows, like, wow, you can buy caviar, your own personal DJ, and all this stuff Yeah, that, like, is ridiculous. Like, you would never ordinarily spend money on no. something like this um, if you weren't just completely, like... I don't even know how to describe it, but the photo in my head right now is someone just going, like eating and I, I know, like yeah, a, it's like a cartoon. I, yeah. I just imagine like a fat Caesar. Yeah, that's they're, what they're feeding them grapes. <laughs> like, all hail Caesar. This is, <laughs> but uh, we can take from that is, yeah, this is our town, and I, each town is ruled over by some sort of demon. Yeah. Now I cannot give any biblical reference to this because I don't know where it is, but. I'm reading it in the book called uh, Moving Mountains. I think in, like, like most of, like, the excuse for kids to do, like, partying and stuff is, yeah, there's nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you I, hear that a it's lot, It's filling right? that void. Yeah, it's, I would argue that it's it's coping mechanism because a lot of the kids <laughs> that I talk to, excuse Matthew. Matthew, um, just <laughs> threw your headphones on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I would argue that it's a coping mechanism. A lot of the kids that I talk to that... Um, not even experiment, but, like, sometimes are addicted to this stuff. 
drugs, alcohol, or even sex, it's that they like experience something bad that introduced them to this at a young age, you know? And so when they go to a party, it's not for the social gathering. It's not to get joy out of the social gathering, being with other people. They're usually introverted and they just go to the party because they know that they are guaranteed to have like any sort of indulgence that they like that they might be addicted to, you know, maybe someone our age can't get their hands on nicotine. And so they go to this one party every weekend that has like that one kid who just hands out vapes. I don't know. I don't really know how it works, honestly. Well, in a lot of <laughs> situations, that's not, that's, that's not how like, it works. I, yeah. I can tell well, you that. It's like people are really greedy with their, like their stuff. Well, mm. it's one, it's social pressure, I'd say. And two, it's like fear of missing out. And some people think that the only way that they're going to be able to socialize and make friends in high school and college and things like that is if they go to the parties and yeah. they drink and they mm-hmm. do all this stuff. So as I've said with Christians that we need to build each other up as a community and we're starting to lack that more and more as time goes on, there is also a community that does the opposite thing that breaks people down and that's building up more and more. And it's kind of like a scale that moves from one way to another. And right now we're pretty uh pretty high up on the scale because we're losing the weight and they're they're taking everything and i think it's not fair to, need to fight back <laughs> for that yeah just to <laughs> add on what you were saying partying like, you, you go. the college experience and like fomo like the fear of missing oh out on gosh. the college experience yeah. it's like it, like really what is the college experience like the typical like by the books college experience is de- de- debt sleep deprivation <laughs> and parties yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah Accurate. I mean, and sex. And sex. I mean, I've, sex. I've met uh, people who have been my college counselors when I was a freshman in high school, um, and they've told me how they're in college, and they've met people who literally have 200 bodies on them. Oh, and they've only been through on one year of high school. Nowadays. Well, nowadays. they've only been through one year of high school. I'm like, high school? Or sorry, college. I'm oh, not, not high school. I was like, <laughs> well, two I Why am I relieved by that? That's <laughs> awful. <laughs> to center it back in, um, we used to take this survey at school called the Healthy Kids Survey. Um, I think we stopped taking it because parents like my own uh, were uncomfortable with like having their kids sharing a bunch of personal information anonymously. Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> like it no is anonymous. It. it is anonymous. But my parents like they don't want me to be part of a statistic, and frankly, I don't really want to either. And so, it's both sides. I mean, you yeah. can use that in order to better the school. That's yeah. one thing, but they never do, so I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> but so from the last time we did this, we do have the statistics. I yeah. dug these statistics from the grave from my freshman year of health class. <laughs> um, I shouldn't even have these, but you know, I have my ways. So <laughs> here we are, you um, devious little fellow. I know. You're so sly. <laughs> so anyway. This is, uh, I'm just going to go off of a few statistics. This is Aspen High School specifically. Um, If anybody is watching from Aspen High School and you get offended, you're probably (laughs) the ones that are making up these numbers. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Where did that? (laughs) Thank you, Luke, for that. Now let's jump into these terrifying statistics. So the percentage of students who have used marijuana before. Almost 45%. Keep in mind, this is under 18. This is, yeah, this is all high school. And this is yep. 2017. This was a, a better time than now. Yeah, this is if I had to <laughs> guess about, like, 2022 now, it would probably be, like, but I mean, 70? It's, it's Colorado. It's Aspen, you know. It's Marijuana weird. is prevalent. Right. It happens. I'm not going to make any excuses for it. But, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that one shouldn't be too shocking. No. Now, if it was, like... Alabama has a 45% use of marijuana. We're just sitting there. It's like, what? That's probably not that shocking either. But anyway, <laughs> um, percentage of students who have ever had at least one drink of alcohol, 76.5%. Okay, well, you can count, like, sipping well, your dad's beer. Yeah, yeah right? I know. I know. Guys, I have so a confession. I'm, I'm guilty of that. Guys, yeah, I have a confession. But I've never I drink white wine at Italian dinners. Do <laughs> You sit there and you're like... D- not, not going out. I must there's, confess. There's nothing wrong with like, that. Like, are you getting drunk I'm going on to Italia in, in, uh, and I'll be 18. I'll be legal to drink there. You can drink at 16, so. In Switzerland, really? at least. Well, I'm like, I've never drank or had a drink of alcohol outside of my own family. And I've never been drunk. That's something I should clarify, too. 
that I can't. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's I've okay. had. It wasn't on purpose. Hey, Paul is speaking to you. <laughs> yes, I know. Well, Matthew and I, you know, oh, we no. went out to my ranch one night, and we had a whole bottle of whiskey, and we were only there for like a day or two, and so um, <laughs> we didn't drink the whole bottle of whiskey. Matthew spilled half of it, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but like we were there with my dad and stuff. It's not like we were sitting there like Jesus doesn't want this. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew, Matthew, five hundred dollars. No, it's more like he like knocked it over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was sober, but yeah, we can't really speak <laughs> on that. But this is like they. I didn't even know about that. They That's also funny. have um, statistics that are more recent. So like kids who do it regularly. This is kind of the in the past thirty days kind of. Deal. Oh, yeah. um, is supposed to show a more recent kind of thing. So, percentage of students who had at least one drink of alcohol or more in the past 30 days, that's 50%. So there's that 25% that's like, oh, I'll just drink once or twice with my dad. And then there's that 50% that's like, oh, yeah, we're going to go to a party. Yeah. So I'm not sure if that reconciles the 75%, but it's over 50% that's yeah, actively drinking pretty much. It's actually more... Female than male, more female. Is it really? Yeah, for alcohol. Huh. Yeah. I think it's because there's more. There's more females. I in feel Colorado. like they'd also <laughs> be more likely to lie about it. Like me, and my bestie got plastered. <laughs> well, this is an anonymous survey, so there's no reason for them to lie about anything. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. it means one in every two. I mean, that's what fifty percent means. But that means one <laughs> in every two people that you walk by in the hallway would be someone who has drank in in the past thirty days. Yeah, and they only ask if it was in the past thirty days to. To see if it's like a recurring pattern, yeah, you know? right, yeah, and they do the same thing with vapes, which is forty-five percent. Oh. Um, so it's about the same. I'm actually surprised that vape isn't more. Yeah, I'm yeah. actually shocked by that. I mean, this was in 2017, so I, I'm That's confident. When the trend started though, didn't it? No, no, no. That was mm. like, or back, was it like 20? That was back when I was in like seventh, eighth grade. Yeah, it'd be eighth. Oh, grade. so it was a long time ago. It'd, it'd be eighth grade. Ago. That was yeah. when it took off. But this okay, is yeah, the last so time they did the survey. Yeah, so I would say that, I, I mean, I'm pretty confident in saying that it's, like, gone up since then, you know? Yeah, no, it definitely has. Probably. Oh, my gosh. I can, yeah, of course it has. Just from anecdotal um, evidence at school. And so, percentage of students who have taken a prescription pain medication, such as oxycontin, hydrocodone. Oh. Oxycodone. Oxycodone. Oxycontin. Oh, Cotton. it does say that. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Hydrocodone and Percocet. <laughs> Molly Percocet. <laughs> Leave. Leave. Door that way. That is 16% of the school has taken prescription, unprescribed wow. prescription pain medication. That should be a little bit scary. That, that's su- now that one's surprising. Yeah. yeah. That I'm actually surprised by that. So that's like one in every six people that you walk by in the halls is doing that. That's pretty crazy. Hmm. And then, of course, there's always the sexual aspect of it. Oh, boy. Oh, here we go. Hit oh. that nail on the head. <laughs> Percentage of students who have inter- have had intercourse with one or more people in the past three months. 20.9%. I <laughs> know. <laughs> 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 come on, guys. Guys, <laughs> come on. That's, that's one in every five kids you walk through the school, and you see one in every five kids are doing something there. That's uh, That's That should be a pretty concerning statistic. Not as concerning as this one, though. Among the students who had sexual intercourse during the past three months, which percentage drank alcohol or used drugs in, during the last sexual intercourse? Th- one in three of those kids yeah. were drugged. 32%. 32.2%. 32. Oh, my goodness. Were drugged during that sexual intercourse. And now... Why would I bring up these statistics? Were drugged or were they under the influence? Under, under, the, under the influence. influence. Not yeah. drugs. They were not all roofies. They, they were all wasted <laughs> <laughs> and put in a basement. No. Self-drugged, maybe. So why is this all important? Why is the drugs, the alcohol, the sex, why does this matter is what you're asking. Well, let's go back to the document so I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> I have that my own conclusion here. Down in the so why notes? does this matter, you ask? And the reason why I say it matters is because these kids, they're using these temporary happy, like things that will make them happy in order to replace God because God is the central piece of happiness for the vast majority, if not all Christians, um, because we get satisfaction in the long term. It helps us 
forever. And they feel as if, oh, if I just keep doing this day after day after day, that it's going to satisfy them. And yeah, eventually it will. But in the end, it's not going to do them well. Yeah. And what brings sorrow to my heart most is that these kids have no idea the one that will fill that void is God. You know, I've heard it. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. I mean, um, we've addressed the topic of like long term and short term, you Mm -hmm. know, when it comes to happiness or content. Yeah. And I hate to cite TikTok as an accurate source, but something I saw that was actually really like intelligent was someone said that. God's subs no Satan's substitute of joy is entertainment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I've seen too. And so with the uh, what Matthew said is that a lot of these kids they don't know, and the reason they don't know is not because they they dislike it. I mean, they have a predisposition of hate pretty much towards Christianity mm-hmm. just as a general thing. But the reason why a lot of them are hostile to it or don't believe in it is not because they know everything and they hate it. It's because they don't even know what we believe nope. half the time. And if they knew exactly what they believed, it's pretty hard to, like, argue with a lot of the the beliefs that Christians have. I don't know. The people on Instagram think they were a cult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> so, But I'm just saying, like, these people, it's not that they hate it. It's they're not exposed to it at all. And that's where we have to come in and expose them to it. Yeah. And Unfortunately... In Aspen, at least, it's not uh, the most. It's not where you can just be like, "Hey, you want to talk about God?" And they'd be like, "No." <laughs> All right, and I have a I have a great verse that I wrote down for this. It's Romans thirteen thirteen through fourteen, and it says, "Let us walk properly, as in the daytime, not in orgies and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and sensuality, not in a, in quarreling and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires." Aiden had that one written down too. No, I didn't. I was gonna turn to it in my f- like phone Bible, but then I got lazy Ooh. because I didn't want to look. <laughs> for Ooh, lazy! You. <laughs> oh, but that's all. That's not to bean. say is that like going to a party is gonna send you to hell. Yeah, I think oh, there's, we've th- been there's to definitely parties. there's definitely parties that like you can go to like as a Christian, and I think I mean as saved people, we should be the most joyful and celebratory of them all. We mm-hmm. should be throwing parties all the time. We have right. the good news. We have eternal life. Yep. And we should be like the people that like, they want to like come to our parties. They should be fun. It's like when you're making a party or like planning to like to go to a party, one of the questions that you should be asking yourself is like, would the Holy Spirit be comfortable here? You know? And obviously in like most of the Aspen parties where we have, you know, drinking and uh, like people jumping on tables <laughs> and stuff like that is like he probably like wouldn't be comfortable here. But there's like definitely parties that you can like attend and like go to and even even host. I think that the like the Holy Spirit would like have um like a lot of fun at and um like there's positive things about like like drinking wine the bible doesn't say like oh you sinners who drink wine i mean it does like drunk like drunkards but you can drink wine and like alcohol isn't inherently bad jesus both made and drank wine so if you want to say that Alcohol inherently is bad? No. You're bad for abusing alcohol. That's kind yeah. of the whole I think deal. a couple questions you should ask like yourself before you drink at a party or something though is like like will it damage your Christian image? Like as a Christian, everyone like around you, are they gonna look at you and be like, Oh look, it's it's the Christian who is now drunk and is, I don't know, slamming his head into a wall. Like well, will it damage your Christian image? It's not for your sake, it's for God's sake. Because if you right. claim well, no, your image no, saying it, I think that Jonah's you know. saying that it's for the other people's no, no, sake I know. because yeah, we yeah. don't we I'm don't want people thinking that Christians are. We no, sh- I know we that's share the mean. image of God with I'm people. I'm just clarifying yeah, for God, but yeah, but we are not. We are not the authority. We are not the authority. Yeah. yeah. And then, will it cause a brother to stumble if you're drinking with your friends and there's mm. someone who's struggled with alcoholism in the past? Obviously, don't do that. That's what Paul said mm-hmm. when he was talking about like the meats and the sacrificial meats and stuff. But we don't have to get into that. And, and I want to ask a question for people it's like if you think it's like okay i'm gonna go to a party i'm not gonna be tempted i don't drink at parties it's like why why are you there <laughs> like if well, you're if you're at a party well i mean like yeah. are you gonna share the gospel there 
you and I were there at one point. We've yeah. been to a party, and we didn't drink at all because Matthew and I both sat there and asked ourselves, is this going to look good for us? Right. Is this going to make God happy? And so we decided we're not going to drink. Um, <clears throat> we did play some card games. That's oh, wait, about no, all we did. It. But it's like, yeah, it's like there's no point. In, it's not a sin to be there not drinking, but there's no point in doing it. And if you want to socialize with people, that's okay. But make sure that there's an intent behind it and that yeah. you're strong-willed enough to where you won't fall into it. Because that, that's a big thing is peer pressure. It's very mm-hmm. hard some, for some people. Everyone has a sin that knocks on their door and is always pounding. And sometimes you let it in. And so if that's your problem, if it's you're always getting drunk and stuff and you're always trying to stop, then make sure that you, I don't know, separate yourself from that situation yeah. and it'll make peer, it better. Peer pressure is pure pressure. And like, and so, okay, so we've established that parties are not inherently bad. Mm-hmm. Alcohol is not inherently bad. Mm-hmm. And so, but th- those are two out of the three, like, big main things, or two out of the four big main things that, like, happen at parties, right? So is, what makes it bad? So, um, so there talking. is partying, or, I mean, uh, there's the party, there's dr- there's the drink, there's, and then, uh, you know, there's obviously sex, which is obviously bad. We've deemed that already. And mm-hmm. then there's weed. And smoking, and especially yeah, in our drugs. Colorado parties, oh my that is, I think, almost more popular than alcohol in a sense. Oh yeah, is because <laughs> it's legal here, so people think, oh yeah, we can do it for fun. And there's no like <laughs> statement in the Bible that's like, "Ye shall not smoke weed." But I the think it's still. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> this, this is there's this a reason it's called the devil. Yeah, <laughs> the the verse that I would cite is First Corinthians six fifteen or sixteen. My version is in six is. Uh, Six First Corinthians six twelve. I have All things are lawful, but not profitable. Right. Oh, here. It's the one. Don't I you have. know that your bodies are part of the Messiah? So I am to take part of the Messiah and make them parts of a prostitute. Heaven forbid. And so mm-hmm. right. he's saying that, like Jesus made our bodies the temple of the Holy Spirit, because the temple that um, people like the Pharisees worshipped that um, it was beautiful and unreal to look at, like. You saw that Alex Wilson podcast, mm-hmm. right? It was it was about sexual um, sexual sin, and so the temple was unreal to look at, but on the inside it was disgusting. Yeah. And so Jesus yeah. made our bodies the new place of worship for the Holy Spirit, which is why we call the Holy Spirit upon us to speak. You know, mm-hmm. and so um, what you do with your temple is important. Yeah. You know, and so my argument against smoking is like it's damaged towards the lungs, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't want to risk my um, temple. My temple, yeah. I don't want to put the inside of my temple at risk. Yeah. To add on to that, so I'm reading like shortly after that, 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20, yep. and it says, okay, I'm not, I'm not, this isn't exactly. Word paraphrasing. Word, paraphrasing. So w- when Jesus died on the cross, we were bought with a price. So we have to glorify our our body it says or glorify god in our bodies because our body is the temple of the holy spirit which god bought so to tie into my question what makes a party bad and aiden's answer he kind of answered it but not specifically um it's the people it's the culture in the party because and that's i'm not saying all parties are bad if they have people in them it depends on the specific type of people i mean Honestly, I wouldn't be opposed if we started throwing Jesus parties every week. Um, I think Young Life is just like a good example of like what a fun party. Should even look what like. we do at Matthew's house when we have a bunch of people over at Matthew's house, yeah, that's a party. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so it's the culture, it's the people that are making it so that way we are stumbling and we are falling. Yep. And so it's not the drugs, it's not the alcohol, um, the sex if they're married. Still shouldn't do it at someone else's yeah, house, but, <laughs> you know, whatever. None of these things are inherently bad in the Bible. What makes them bad is the abuse of God's will towards them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to back that up, later in First Corinthians 6, it says, um, like, the fact is, you don't belong to yourselves. You were bought at a price. Use your bodies to glorify God. Yeah, right. And so, like, another thing about, like, weed and stuff is, like, why, why would you even do it? Like, like, what's the point? And for most people, it's like, oh, it's it's like fun or whatever. But like, the most common thing I hear is it's an escape from reality. It cures my hangover. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's an escape from reality, right? And so everything that is an escape from reality, it doesn't matter what it is. If it's weed, if it's alcohol, if it's you know video games, if it's porn, if it's sex, you know whatever it is, that is 
that has become an idol because when you, you know, go to your escape from reality instead of going to Jesus, that is like wherein the problem lies. That is where you you have been addicted to that. Yeah. And, and once you go to something else as an escape from reality instead of Jesus, that's yeah, that's really where the problem is, and that's that's where like it's just yeah. wrong to do it. Like an that. argument that I've heard uh, against like what we're saying is that it's like oh you say it so easily because you've never felt you've never dealt with addiction and no i <laughs> we've all dealt yeah, with i have dealt with oh. intense addiction you guys know what i'm talking mm-hmm. about and so it's not like if i didn't deal with addiction i wouldn't have thought about this whatsoever mm-hmm. you know i never would have even thought to talk about party culture in the first place because i have such a big problem with my addiction. And we all currently have addictions too, whether you believe or whether you think so or not. Yeah. Um, could be good addictions, but it could also be bad. Matthew has an addiction to the gym. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, it's that's a good addiction. Yeah. Like I cannot if 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 in a single day I don't move or get out, I I will go crazy in the head. Yeah, my mind will start racing and I will start twitching. You're like my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Hope we never go back into lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that was sad. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I think All we right. covered that pretty well. I, Perfect. No, I just want I just want to close out with um, with so partying in your life is gonna it's gonna get you nowhere, even if we're talking not on a godly level, and we're just talking based based off of reality in in our world, it's not gonna get you anywhere in life, but. If now we tie God into that situation, yeah, parting is vanity. But if we take tie God into that situation, he's he's standing at the, he's standing at the door of the party. He's not entering, but he's standing there waiting for you to come outside. And, we, and he's got he's got open arms for you. He's gonna carry you home. He's gonna carry you yeah. home. And just to close this top this topic out, I know that's exactly what you said. But just to close this out for good, I want to circle it back to what Paul said in First Timothy, like. We're saying this with grace to any of you or all of you who struggle with addiction. Like, we're not saying this to condemn you. That's not our job. We have empathy for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. sympathy even because we're in the same spot. And so that's empathy. I thought sympathy was putting. Like, it was like no empathy the actual is sympathy. Empathy is, is you being in there. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't really matter in the but end of the day. Empathy, sympathy, same thing. Empathy, the ability to understand and share the feelings. Okay. We don't need okay. Look at anyways. <laughs> Q&A time. No, I'm kidding. Just go okay, ahead. Yeah. He's trying to finish no, up. Think about, just think about Paul, okay? And think about him being the number one sinner, setting an example for, like, sinners, and then still being forgiven. Mm-hmm. And so if you're, if you're worried about this, that's actually good because it shows that there's good in your heart and you don't want to be addicted. So, yeah, let's move on to Q&A. All in all, you, all ne- you are never too far let's, yeah, gone. Perfect. Repent, you sinners. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Luke, hit the sparkles. Welcome back. Q&A. Q&A. <laughs> I miss I miss doing that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. The first question is from Alyssa Reynolds. Actually, I have a qu- I have a counter question for you. Are you uh, related to Ryan Reynolds? Because then That'd I would be really very, cool. very. Uh, can we get your, your Can we get your uh, <laughs> relative? <laughs> no, I actually picked someone up from the airport with the last name of Reynolds last night as well. But anyway, um, how do you know if you have a godly love for someone and not a worldly love, and also Love what you guys are doing here. Is your love for us Earthly? worldly or <laughs> godly? <laughs> okay, well, if they're talking about, uh, you, you guys assume they're talking about like relationship yeah. wise. I yeah. maybe I would probably. say. I, I mean, if we're taking this relationship wise, I'd say a worldly love involves involves lust. Mm-hmm. It involves. Oh, for sure. It involves putting them above everything else, including God. I mean, including like uh, sugar daddies would be like a mon- like a worldly love thing. You exactly. only love them for your their money, right? Well, you don't even love them at that point. Oh, I, <laughs> I have a perfect example. This is so relevant in Aspen. Oh, That's the old men who walk around with like five young girls behind them, yep. or even just one twenty-year-old. Oh yeah, gold stuff. gold digging gold digging. That is. And I, that's not even considered I mean, love. Sell, that's just considered leeching. You sell your body, you sell your <laughs> dignity for whatever price that man's net worth is until mm-hmm. he dies, basically, or until you get what you want out and of him. And then you leave. And then you leave. What kind of life is that? That's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, sorry, ratio. back to the question. <laughs> um, how do you know if you have godly love for somebody? If both of you are there and you're worshiping God 
with each other. The way I like to say is you got to step back for a second and ask yourself, am I or are we building each other up or are we tearing each other down? Um, and that's that's the big question. Are you in love with their soul and their personality? Well, I don't care. Usually their astrology signs will tell you <laughs> what type of relationship this is. it's going to be. Check so. your compality. <laughs> if I'm a Libra and you're a Sagittarius, I'm sorry. We're just not going to work out. Sagittarius. 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 Tangent. Tangent. I, so I do want to say. A Cumbricorn. I do, do want to just go on a little tangent I thought here that for was second. the tangent. Astrology, astrology signs have to do with actual stars in the sky, which are pretty sweet. So, But let's keep going. He likes the stars, not the astrology. I think stars are really cool too, okay? <laughs> just not what's associated with All right, let's with finish them. off this question. So, yeah, um, just ask yourself that question. Are you building each other up in God or are you tearing each other down? I like that. And that's really mm-hmm. what you have to think about. And that, if, if you answer yes, we're worshiping God together, we're singing worship music, we're reading the Bible together, we're talking about it, then, yeah, you should stay with that person, and that's a godly love. But if not, if you guys are lusting over each other and you guys are just, you know, putting God away when you're together. Yeah, but that's not to say that there's not going to be, like, lustful feelings in that relationship. Well, no, of course not. Once, once you're the, married. If like, the lust controls. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, as long as you it's control yourself. It's up to them yourself. to account for each other mm-hmm. in those feelings. Yeah. I mean, I would hope that there's, like, at least attraction between the two of you. It's no, not of like, course. Oh, we're two ugly slops. <laughs> Who, who only love God. Like, I mean... No, you have to be attracted to them still. Yeah, no, I, of I, w- course. I would hope so. It's I like don't you fall in love with, like, every... Like, all of them. Like, including... Like, make sure their outsides and their insides match. You know what I'm saying? I don't think God cares at all if you think that your significant other is the hottest person in the world. You probably should anyways, but... I, I would hope you do. Yeah, yeah. obviously. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, so... Hey, wife, you're not as pretty as her. <laughs> <laughs> so, I would just hope that... Like, you are attracted, but as long as you're controlling those yeah. urges and feelings, then it's okay. Yep. And right. add on to that, this is a small thing, but the Hebrew word for man and the Hebrew word for woman have one letter in common, but the one for woman has a little, like, curvy shape on it. And, um, like a when rib. You, yeah, it looks like a rib, like Adam's rib. <gasps> oh, my oh! gosh! Wow. No, but also... Um, <laughs> Bible <laughs> confirmed! <laughs> also, when you put that, like... One like the character from the word man, and then the one with the rib from the word woman, because they look similar. Um, the word means God in Hebrew. Oh wow! And so the word coincidence. Well, they wow. did make the language. Well, God made it, but <laughs> the Hebrews are the ones that kind of. Anyways, <laughs> did Jesus even speak Hebrew? He spoke Aramaic, didn't he? I don't remember. And there's a bunch of different. Okay, well, Aramaic, <laughs> Greek, or Hebrew, but okay, well, depends. Um, when you put those le- two letters together, you get the word God in Hebrew, mm-hmm. and so that's why we're wed in the name of God. You know, Amen. And so we're like you, a trinity, yeah, like like a mini trinity. God, like the whole trinity, is up there, and then man and woman. Yep. All right, as little Luke triangle, would, as which Luke is fun fact: the strongest geometrical shape ever. True. And as Luke would say. I think we answered that one pretty well. <laughs> How nice. can we differentiate the literal and No, this is this is from Bethany George again. Okay? Which, Bethany she has, like, George asks question every single time and we really appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you <laughs> you sounded mad about it and then you're like, We really appreciate <laughs> you. <laughs> Stop asking <laughs> No, thank you, Bethany. Continue. Okay, sorry. Literal and non literal parts of the Bible. How do we tell? I asked Frank Turek that in the last episode. Go check it out. Episode 35. Frank Turek's episode or answer is <laughs> well, what did he say? 10 times better than mine. I yeah, mean, do, we, do we want to paraphrase it. what he said? Paraphrase. Uh, <laughs> we don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, just watch the episode. Yeah, yeah you guys are going to have to no, watch the episode. I, you know, I totally remember, but you're just going to have to go watch the episode. You're just going to have to. Just gonna, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. No cheating here. Also, God God knows your heart. For every question, it's just God knows your heart. So we'll let him answer that one. Okay, I don't know who wrote the answer to this, this one. This was Aiden. Aiden, oh, I'll let you what? read the answer and the question. Uh, so Zuba Gaming. Oh, Zuba Gaming as Zuba well. Zuba Gaming. Another. Uh, he says. He can says I take it back. <laughs> thanks, for my, thanks for answering my questions, smiley face. And I, and I just want to say thanks. You're, you're welcome, my little, my little zoo bear. Okay. Anyway, next question. <laughs> so, uh, Izzy Risberg <laughs> on Instagram. That was. Yeah, okay. 
little <laughs> I'm sorry, stupid game. All right, this is one that we've done zero research on, and they're just completely guessing at this point. So, Uh-oh. hi, guys. I was just wondering if you knew anything about the evil eye. This evil eye. My friend got me a souvenir from Turkey with the with an evil eye bracelet. I felt kind of uncomfortable accepting it since I know it's not a good symbol of Christianity. I forgot it at her house. Didn't actually accept it, but I was just wondering what the symbol really means because I don't have much background in it. Okay. So oh. after a quick Google search, oh sweet, <laughs> I've discovered. <laughs> After a quick Google search, I have indeed acquired the knowledge applicable to this question. To this inquiry, I think you meant to say. <laughs> just, just, what does it say? And apparently it's something from Islam that basically if you like give him a bad glare or something, it like oh, inflicts it's a stink guy. harm. So it's like, hold on. It's like Islamic a Uno stink guy. It's like a smolder. It's hold on, let's look at this. The smoldering gaze of the evil eyes. The evil eye is a curse from Greek culture that has been passed through many decades and still exists today. It states that when someone is envious of you, they'll have the power to give you an evil glare. And send bad luck. That's what I'm saying. It's just the ultimate Uno reverse card. No, it's just a stink eye. It's just what Matthew said. Yeah, it's just a stink eye. I mean, basically, the way I took that, it's like witchcraft. Well, what does it say in the Bible? A sin. So, evil. Well, well, next one. Well, I'd say what? Well, it's question. Closed. Yeah. Closed. I didn't need that logic trail. It says evil eye in the name. I can tell it's evil, Matthew. Well, yeah, but, but go ahead. I mean, what does it? I mean, she's asking like, what does it mean to Christianity? So, do you guys? Um, I have, I believe it's Islamic. Throw it away, burn it. I believe it's Islamic. <laughs> like Frodo so. did with the ring, throw it in into the fire. Into cast the, it into the fire. Cast it into the flames. Into the flames. So, um, yeah. It's not a good symbol of Christianity because we don't believe in it. Thank you. Um, we also don't believe that we can really do harm to other people. Now, God, God can, uh, except for justify their actions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I mean, God's job to well, judge them. We're but not it's my job to can send I, do you guys them. Mind if I well, I'm not saying. Par- we're, hold on one second. I'm not saying we're not allowed to do harm. <laughs> well, I mean, we're not really allowed to do harm. Well, but at the yeah. same time, <laughs> I think Aiden would. Like we to can't speak. put spiritual curses on people. That's what I believe. Facts. Yeah, and like, that's pretty much what I was going to say. Because Alex Wilson and <laughs> want to come on the podcast, bro. That'd be, that'd be kind of Everybody cool. at him in the comments. Everybody at uh, Alex. Amen, Alex sure in the comments. Come on, fire starters. <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> so here's the thing. I encourage that, okay? Because this cross is supposed to be offensive to it's, us Christians. It's different. It's not supposed to be offensive. Yes, it is. Jesus well, says, pick up your cross and follow me. So yeah, that's right. why it's I mean, offensive. It, well, in the time of up. Jesus, it, the Bible it was... The Bible is unite! <laughs> in, the, in the time of Jesus, being staked... Or, Pinned to a cross was the most humiliating thing. Yeah, was. exactly. This is this is embarrassing, and that's why I wear it because it gets me it gets me comfortable with un, with uncomfortableness. Okay, but curse Discomfort. bracelet is different than cross necklace. Right. At I least think in, my opinion. in short, it's evil. So good for you for not taking it. Congratulations. No it was like, what's your source? It's like I said so. I, Trust me, bro. My source. God. Is, the name of it is Evil Eye. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. So just don't. Just don't accept it. But how um, do you respectfully decline a gift that is? Um, I'll tell you what. Oh, didn't Zuba Gaming ask this one? It's like, how do you like? How do you take? Can it. you give something back? <laughs> after can you take something back <laughs> after you've already given it away? No, yeah. no he, he was like, do I have to give it to someone if they ask? And then he asked, can I have it back? <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I ask for it back? Oh my gosh. Okay, so we're out of uh, out of questions Q&A. here. And that's your guys' fault. Yep. Um, Lackluster. Step it up, y'all. Set, step it up. Um, <laughs> and so we've decided, because we've been mentioned in comments uh, on TikTok, to react to, to some wokesters. To some people who don't believe us. So now we're going to start that video. I always tell people if you want to become an atheist, read and study the Bible. Okay. I used to be a devoted evangelical Christian. And I'm not talking about the kind of Christian that just shows up at church on Sunday and puts a Jesus quote on their Facebook bio. I used to get up every single morning and have a one to two hour quiet time with God where I would read the Bible and write in my journal and pray. I used to spend my extra babysitting money on books about creationism and apologetics and theology. And all I wanted as a 16, 17 year old girl was to make God proud. 
and to be a shining light for Jesus. Good. And so I studied the Bible a lot. Okay. But the more I studied, the more questions I had. Oh, and no. I would come across something that didn't sit right with my sensibilities. Oh, no. I wouldn't just shrug it off and say, well, God's ways are higher than mine. You just gotta have faith. I wanted to be able to give an answer to anybody who questioned me about my faith. And the more I learned, the more questions I had and the less answers I had. And over time, I really started to see a very different story than what the church had taught me. Elaborate. A very different God yeah, than what like, the church had taught what? me. We okay, started learning about mean? how the Bible was formed, who wrote it or who didn't write it. The church history, where these stories came from, how the church has molded them and changed them to fit a narrative. And that's when all of it started to fall apart for me. And I genuinely just wanted truth. I wanted to know the true God, not the mm -hmm. God that my parents taught me, not the God that my church had taught me, okay. read the Bible. not the God that was acceptable within society. Okay. I wanted to know the true what God. Is this lady the more I sought after him, the less I found. And I begged God to reveal himself to me. And he never did. I just got more confused and I got further away from any type of belief in him. And I always... Okay. You were just blind to it. I'm sorry yeah. to say. Well, no, no. I, she gives I, these examples of like what she's talking okay. about. She's like, yeah, first of all, well, uh, the, the way the Bible is formed, who wrote it and did it. First of all, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day, yeah, right? That, that is what. What do you mean it matters a ton? Like, I mean, it matters a ton who wrote it, but they were like, if it was if it was Moses or Paul, it doesn't okay. matter. It was just yeah, it because, matters if the Holy Spirit wrote it through them or not. Yeah. What Timothy? Sorry. What Timothy says yeah. is that all. Um, Scriptures, God. All, yeah, all breathed. it's all God breathed. So, so I see what the you mean. Bible has been studied by religious scholars for thousands of years, mostly Christians. Only a couple, well, only only a couple Ooh. thousand. Years. That's, two, that's still you could put an S on the end of it. <laughs> okay, all right, and I'll that's give you it. that's Plural Old and New Testament. But there have been specific books of the Bible that we might be like, oh, that could make sense, like Enoch, for instance, that have been revoked because we're not 100% sure that these are accurate books. And this has happened over and over and over again. And that's why the NIV sometimes emits verses, and then other times it's because they're repeated too much and whatever. She says something about like how the church like does something yeah, bad. And she it's like, says, what came to mind is like the indulgences of the Catholic Church. And obviously... We called that out and we fixed it. We don't sell indulgences anymore. And I, I agree with her in like in that point. It's like mm -hmm. indulgences were like a really bad thing. And they're just a, a money grab. So yeah, Luther put it really Martin Luther put it really well when he was Martin Luther called out the heresy. Yeah, when he was writing his theses against the Catholic Church. So the part that I wanted to focus on most was that she said one, she said, The more I read, the more I prayed, the more I journaled, the more questions I had. I feel and like it's the opposite. Yeah. Uh, no, that's how it is for me. I always oh. have more questions as time goes on, but that doesn't mean that I just give up and don't want to pursue those. She says that she wants to find truth. She wants to find happiness. She hasn't provided any evidence for how she found truth. We didn't watch the whole thing. You turned your phone off. We watched the whole thing. Oh, we did? Yeah. Yeah. That was the whole video. She didn't provide okay. any evidence. <laughs> there was no bibliography at the end of that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> The, yeah, she didn't provide any evidence for anything that she said that she believed, and she just said, oh, it turned me away because I had too many questions, and then I begged I'd God to, to show I'd love to hear the questions that she has. And she said, um, she said that I don't want to just sit there and say, oh, you got to have faith, your way, or his ways are higher than mine. Every single position, including atheism, needs faith in order for it to be true. You have no clue if... The universe as a singularity has always been there, or if the Big Bang happened by chance. You have to have faith to believe that. People say that Christians are the only ones that have faith. That's not true. You need a certain amount of faith in order to make it so that way you can fill in the blanks. You don't know what happened, but I just believe it because I feel like I should. And that's kind of how it is. That's the definition of faith, is the filling in with your own trust that something that can't be 100% proven is real. And so when she says, oh, I, I would, his ways are higher than mine, yeah, you're never going to truly understand God. And that's not something that I say, oh, his ways are higher than mine. I don't ever say that personally. But I always try to find the answer to the questions, and it doesn't always come immediately. I've had questions that I kept in mind for six months sometimes, and then eventually, after doing my research over and over and over again, finally... I get at least a theory of what it comes out to. Mm -hmm. 
It, you're not going to understand God fully. And if anyone could ever fully understand God, he wouldn't be God. Yeah. And yeah. so that's kind yeah. of my reaction to that. Now, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction, the, ah, the conviction. conviction of things not seen. Hebrews eleven one. Thanks, Luke. Jack, thank you, Luke. Thank I like you, that Luke. one. You're a little helpful. A little golf claps. I feel, I, I, yeah, no, I feel sorry for this lady. Like, yeah, and I mean, and call us, call us lucky compared to her because we have, we like, we've uh, we've all received some sort of answer for some of our questions, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and someone says you gotta have patience, you know. And she says, like, guys, this was, like, 10 years ago. Oh, yeah, I'm not still seeking answers. That was her. She pinned that comment. She says this right here. Yeah. I'm not still seeking answers. Yeah. Which means she's given up. Right. Yeah, she is, said, I'm not interested in your religion. I'm not interested in your religion, and demonizing me won't make your faith stronger. No one's sitting here calling you the devil. Well, I we haven't. Did we? I'm sure some people have. But, but um, It's probably. a TikTok comment section. Have, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... I'm not. We're not sitting here demonizing you. I'm sure you have reasons for it, and you stated those reasons very broadly. But I mean, then again, it's kind of hard to fit all the reasons into a two-minute TikTok video. So I understand that. But we'd like to hear your reasoning for this. If you want to ever react back to us and talk to us about it, we'd be uh, willing to talk to you about it as much as you want. But we just don't see your point. We don't see how you got to your conclusion because yeah. I did the exact opposite of what you did personally, um, and so I just I wanna I wanna hear your position more because we I mean yeah we can react to that and say that but we don't really know yeah, what this woman experienced so we would like to if you ever come across us come across our video <laughs> us reacting to your video void of all right yeah now we let's would, uh, report her video <laughs> <laughs> flag this for missing <laughs> speech <laughs> but yeah awesome so that's all we can say on that um if there was more in-depth <sighs> stuff send it to us and also tag us in more things like this because it's, it's fun because we like reacting to small short little videos. we're gonna destroy it all of you atheists. We're going to destroy <laughs> the atheists, okay? There's going to be none left because of our logic. Beautiful. Amen. Awesome. Well, thank Amen. you guys for tuning in. Um, All right, Happy Series. Great episode we had today. This is always Matthew's <laughs> outro. All right. Thank you all for well, tuning uh, in. that's it. To another <laughs> episode. <laughs> so, just gives up. Have a fantastic Bye, week. Buy some merch that's from Luke. Yeah, do that. It's in all the links and bios and I don't know. I don't know. Goodbye. Cut it!